You're listening to the RBN Energy Blogcast. This is an audio version of RBN Energy's daily blog, the oil and gas industry's go-to source for insight. Every day, we cover commodity fundamentals, industry changes, and developing trends across energy markets. And now, we're making it easier than ever to enjoy our blogs. Whether it's on your drive into work, while you're at the office, or at home walking the dog, settle in, turn the volume up, and enjoy. Monday, September 7, 2020. As long as the price is right, Encore Edition. U.S. LNG is swing supply amid shifting global market balance. Published by Lindsay Schneider. Not long ago, the economics for U.S. LNG exports were practically a no-brainer. Despite the longer voyage times and the resulting higher shipping costs from Gulf Coast and East Coast ports to Europe and Asia, by far the biggest LNG-consuming regions, LNG priced at the U.S.'s Henry Hub gas benchmark presented a competitive alternative to other global LNG supply, much of which is indexed to oil prices, which were higher then. But earlier this year, as oil prices collapsed, COVID-19 lockdowns decimated worldwide gas demand, and international gas prices plummeted, the decision to lift U.S. cargoes has become much more nuanced, and the commercial agreements to support the development of new liquefaction capacity are much hard, if not impossible, to come by. Today, we discuss highlights from RBN's latest drill-down report on the impact of recent market events on U.S. export demand, capacity utilization, and new project development. In the first few years since the U.S. began to export LNG in earnest in 2016, U.S. LNG producers and off-takers enjoyed a sort of honeymoon period. The first wave of U.S. export projects was well-subscribed, with over 90% of the capacity under long-term contract. The economics made sense. Abundant and still-growing gas supplies, particularly from the Marcellus Utica and Permian basins, kept Henry Hub range-bound and relatively low compared with global LNG prices that were indexed to higher oil prices. Additionally, growing gas demand in Asia and a tightening balance in Europe kept destination prices at significant premiums, providing attractive ARBs, or the difference between U.S. and export destination prices, and netbacks, or the delivered price less the variable costs for moving a card, or U.S. off-takers. As additional liquefaction capacity came online in relatively rapid succession in 2016 to 2019, utilization rates of each new capacity addition ran high, and exports grew steadily in lockstep with capacity, save for temporary reductions due to maintenance. As they grew, U.S. LNG exports became a significant and critical demand component of the U.S. gas market balance, providing a much-needed and steady outlet for the flood of Marcellus Utica and Permian gas production, particularly along the Gulf Coast. The U.S.'s entrance into the global gas market also shifted dynamics abroad, including contributing to growing oversupply conditions by 2019. But even with a supply glut brewing and shrinking ARBs last year, U.S. export capacity continued to grow on off-takers, which include a number of global portfolio players along with European and Asian consumers, and trading companies, continued to utilize U.S. terminals at high rate, in part because U.S. capacity contracts afford off-takers a lot of delivery flexibility. Two things changed all that in 2020 and tested the U.S. market's flexibility, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the oil price crash. We've written extensively in recent blogs about the ripple effect of these events on the global and domestic gas markets, See our blogs, Pulled Undone and Break It to Me Gently. To recap again here, the lockdowns and social distancing measures put in place to respond to COVID-disrupted demand, first in Asia and then in Europe. For a time, cargoes from the U.S. continued to move at nearly the same level as before. But without enough demand, storage began to fill rapidly in key destination markets, increasing the risk of physical constraints. For much of the current U.S. injection season, the price spreads between Henry Hub and the European and Asian gas benchmarks have made exports of U.S. LNG to those markets uneconomical. 
specifically differentials to Europe's Dutch TTF and UK NBP collapsed from $4 to $6 per million BTU in 2018 and an average $2 to $3 per million BTU in 2019, to about $0.50 cents per million BTU by April 2020. And the spread to Asia's Japan-Korea marker, or JKM, fell from an average of nearly $7 per million BTU in 2018 and $3 per million BTU in 2019, to little more than $1 per million BTU to Asia by April 2020. In May, TTF and NBP averaged 25 to 35 cents per million BTU below Henry for the first time, and JKM averaged just 27 cents per million BTU above Henry. The tighter price spreads haven't allowed off-takers to recoup their variable shipping costs, much less the fixed costs associated with their commercial contracts. At the same time, the slide in crude oil prices from $60 plus per barrel to $20 to $40 per barrel in recent months made oil index spot cargoes from in-region suppliers with shorter voyage times, and thus, lower transport costs, much more attractive versus U.S. cargo, which have longer voyage times and higher shipping costs. The poor economics, high storage inventories in destination markets, and increased competition from lower-cost suppliers limited delivery options and opportunities for U.S. off-takers and tested the flexibility of U.S. capacity contracts, which allow for cancellations with sufficient nota, albeit on a take-or-pay basis. Cancellations of U.S. cargoes mounted, particularly starting with June 2020 cargo liftings, and terminal utilization rates dropped to less than 50%, sending Henry Hub futures to the lowest on record for June trading. If not for the drilling slowdown and production shut-ins, the price impacts would have been worse still. Now, cancellations have likely peaked, as global demand has begun recovering and the market imbalance has corrected somewhat. The European storage inventory, which was carrying a large surplus to last year for much of injection season, is now nearly back in line with year-ago levels. Destination prices have increased, widening the spreads for US LNG and the forward curve suggests that spreads will continue to improve through early 2021, as winter demand picks up in Europe. But, arguably, the COVID crisis and global market crash marked the end of the honeymoon period for US LNG. The market disruptions of recent months demonstrated that when the global market contracted, the US became a swing supplier, given its higher transport costs and flexible commercial contracts. And, in that role as swing supplier, the US gas market is no longer insulated from gas market fundamentals across the Atlantic and Pacific ponds. Rather, it's inextricably tied to global gas markets. As long-term fundamentals remain uncertain, for US offtakers, the tighter spreads mean a much more heightened focus on individual costs that affect their netbacks and greater reliance on their commercial flexibility in order to respond to market events. When spreads were wide, the economics were simple. But in a low-price, tight-spread environment costs that were previously considered nominal now can make the difference between lifting or canceling a cargo. U.S. LNG producers offtakers also have learned ways to manage operational efficiency and costs amid cancellations. Chenier Energy, for example, met some of its supply obligations with lower-cost spot cargos, while some offtakers at other facilities were able to utilize their global portfolios and delivery flexibility to weather the unfavorable market conditions. The 2020 downturn also has made an already difficult environment even worse for securing commercial commitments for the string of second-wave export projects that were awaiting a final investment decision, or FID. A number of projects have deferred their FIDs to 2021 or until economics improve, including Sempra Energy's Cameron Phase 2 expansion and Port Arthur LNG project, Freeport LNG's Train 4, Next Decade Corporation's Rio Grande LNG, and Tellurian Incorporated's Driftwood LNG. Some are also scaling back plans. Next Decade has said it will now build five liquefaction trains instead of six at Rio Grande LNG.
Lake Charles LNG developer Energy Transfer said it's considering pairing back that project to two 5.5 million tons per annum liquefaction trains instead of three after Shell backed out of being a partner in the project in March 2020. And Delurian has said it will defer three out of four proposed feed gas pipelines in order to cut costs for phase one of development for the Driftwood facility. The project delays and deferrals underscore the level of uncertainty brought on by the poor market conditions this year. If recent months are any indication, we expect that U.S. LNG export patterns will look much different than they have in the past few years. And, given the project delays, the lingering effects of the 2020 market crash likely will be felt for years to come. LNG export demand will be critical for balancing the U.S. gas market. Factors affecting utilization at operating terminals, as well as the scope and timing of new projects, will drive that demand. Our newest drill-down report examines the impacts of COVID and the subsequent global markets crash on U.S. LNG exports and future capacity additions. Specifically, we delve into the capacity utilization of the existing domestic fleet and how contract design, cost structures, off-taker types, and other factors have affected off-take patterns. We also provide an update on the status of under-construction and second-wave projects trying to push forward and take FID in challenging market conditions. RBN Backstage Pass members can access the new drill-down report with their subscription, and the report is also available for purchase on our website at rbnenergy.com. We closely track the key developments affecting U.S. LNG exports on a weekly basis in the RBN LNG Voyager. See our blog today on the website to learn more about the report or to subscribe. As Long As The Price Is Right was written by Larry Wallace. The song was originally recorded by Wallace's band, The Pink Fairies, but was never released. The song appears as the sixth track on Dr. Feel Good's fifth studio album, Be Seeing You. The album was the first to feature guitarist Chippy Mayo, after the departure of a guitarist and founding member Wilco Johnson. Be Seeing You was produced by Nick Lowe and was released in October 1977. The album's title was taken from a catchphrase used in the popular British television show, The Prisoner. As Long As The Price Is Right also appears as the twelfth track on Dr. Feel Good's seventh album, the 1979 live album, As It Happens. This is the version that was released as a single in April 1979. The 7-inch single came in a choice of black, brown, blue, or purple vinyl. It reached number 40 on the UK singles chart. Personnel on the record were, Lee Brillo, on vocals, rhythm guitar, and harmonica, John Sparko Sparks, on bass and backing vocals, John the Big Figure Martin, on drums and backing vocals, and Jibby Mayo, on lead guitar. Dr. Feel Good is an English pub rock band formed in Canby Island, England, in 1971 by Johnson, Brillo, Sparks, and Martin. They took their name from a 1962 record by blues pianist Willie Lee Perryman who was also known as Piano Red and Dr. Feel Good. By the mid-1970s, the group was one of the most popular bands on the London pub rock circuit. Many feel that the British pub rock scene was the road that led to punk rock. Dr. Feel Good released 16 studio albums, 10 live albums, 11 compilation albums, 1 EP, and 25 singles. 16 people have passed through the ranks of the band since its inception. Founding member and lead singer Lee Brillo passed away in 1994. A band still tours under the Dr. Feel Good banner without any of the original members. Filmmaker Julian Temple made an excellent documentary on Dr. Feel Good called Oil City Confidential, which was released to much critical acclaim in 2009 and shown on BBC4 in 2010. This has been the RBN Energy Blogcast. Thanks for listening.